What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Half Gen Podcast. We are here with episode 74, and on the most wonderful of days, Black Friday. No, I'm kidding. It's Thanksgiving. Hooray. And today, I'm thankful that Will is back to join us. What up? What up? Welcome back, dude. Yo, yeah, it's been a while. What was my it's last good to episode? Have you. Like in the 40s, maybe? I don't know, but it's good to have you back. Yeah. I don't think it's the 40s. It was probably the 50s. Probably, yeah. It's probably yeah. sometime this summer, I think, was the last one. But last the important thing is, you're back. Will, much like Ross, struggling with his school life balance. I'm kidding. He's not struggling. Uh, but no, he's in school, so pulling him out and uh, you know getting him to to do these podcasts isn't always easy, especially because we record while he's actively at school with no access to his current setup. Nope. So, yeah. So we get him when we can, and here he is today on this wonderful Thanksgiving day. Will, what are you thankful for? I'm thankful that I'm home and I'm not on campus right now because there's nothing to do on campus at that all. Sounds like, that sounds like campus to me. Yep. Well, let's get to the important stuff. The reason we're here today, video games. What are you Dude. playing? I've been playing Final Fantasy XIV still. Just the same nice. as last time. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's uh, exactly what you said last time. Yep. Final Fantasy XIV. Still playing that. Uh, <laughs> Dead by Daylight on when I'm home. Destiny 2 still. Yeah, we're, uh, trying to, we're still trying to push through that raid. Will is part of our raid we, team. We, yeah, we got to get that, get, get that 6 and I complete know. that one of these days. We need a reliable 6, and Indeed. we just need like a week where we get on for like 2 hours every night and just go. Yep. <laughs> and uh, I also started the first like opening of God of War, because I got that on sale. So, yeah, what what do you think so far? I know like, it's early, early impressions. So far, it's been pretty good. Like it's yeah. it's very different the combat. Like even though like yeah. I've seen a lot of gameplay of it, it's like oh, this, this is very different from old games. Like that opening thing, a lot of a lot of the opening of that game is getting over the fact that the game is so different from the other God of War yeah. games, and and understanding like what kind of game exactly it is. And once you kind of like get like you you know vaguely like what stuff. Once you get through the first time you go to the lake. Hmm. That's when the game, you really start to get a good feel for it. And that's when the game opens up and really starts to kind of show you what makes it special. All right, I'm so, probably going to get to that relatively soon because I just beat the stranger and I'm leaving the house now. So, Yo, that boss fight, though. Yeah, it's, it's, was it's, a, it's a damn really good boss yeah, fight. It is. Yeah, but it was good. Um, Yeah, so I've been uh, been dabbling in a couple different games this week. Yeah. Uh, a little bit of more of the Metal Max Xeno. I, I don't think I talked to you much about no. that game. I, I had planned on finishing it a while ago, and then like other games started getting in the way. Uh, it's it's. Uh, are you familiar with the Metal Max franchise at all? Nope. So it's an old PlayStation franchise. You had this tank, and you went around, and you fought monsters. It's like this post-apocalyptic. Like basically, the way the game works right now is this. Um, humanity built this AI thing to help, like, stop uh, uh, climate change. Oh, okay. All right. And so the climate change machine decided, okay, we have to destroy humanity because that's the only way to stop climate change. So it built these weird robots to kill humanity. And so, like, you're playing, there's, like, this extinction bar, and, like, you know, it's like, oh, your humanity's almost gone. And, like, you're trying to find people, especially women, and there's a awkward, awkward amount of sex talk in this game. Not like, you know, mm. the kinky kind. It's just like, oh, well, you know, 
You mean I have to have sex to make babies? And it's like, well, we got to repopulate. And it's a bunch of older guys like being like, well, we're going to have to repopulate eventually. And the young that's, girl's like, oh. That's that's creeping, my dude. That's and then creeping. she just talks to the main character. And she's like, it'd be okay if it was you. And I'm just like, all right, we can stop this conversation this, right this, now. <laughs> is this game made by a Japanese developer? Uh, NIS. That, that is, right? Yeah. Okay. Because yep. 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 I'm just saying like that feels like a trope that – Yep. Japanese people use a lot. It is it is Japanese as hell. But okay. but but it's saving grace. You drive around in a tank and you get into JRPG battles with a tank. Nice. So it's real good. Okay. It's 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 I was talking to Ross about it a couple episodes ago. It's like it's it's not even a B game, it's like a C game. It's like a C minus, and it's just like it's like it doesn't if it didn't exist, like, you know, no big deal. But it's like, if it didn't, I wouldn't have this experience, you know? It's like, it's one of those weird games that's like, you're, you're playing it and you're like, I know this isn't good. It's not like, it's not amazing, but it's like, at the same time, it's so good. It's, you it's know? one of those games where you just enjoy, despite it just not being a well-designed game. Yeah, I compared it to Two Worlds. Oh, okay. And uh, you know, you know my, my affinity for Two Worlds. Yes, I do. Uh, that game is jank that game is just jank that's jank worlds that that, that game is great because like the speedrun of that game is like two minutes long it's it's amazing yeah it's a really good game yeah because you just kill the guy at the start <laughs> it's like all right the game's over the town you let the villagers do it yep oh man but yeah, um if you guys never check that out definitely check out a two world speedrun it is quite yeah, impressive i never even thought of it because like you know in the, the first time you play it you don't know yeah and then you play the game, and you're like, oh. Oh, it's him. It's that guy. Oh, and that makes perfect sense now. And then you just win the game in two minutes. Yep. But um, I, I played a little bit of that. Um, I've been playing a lot of State of Decay, too. Hmm. How is got that game? Shockingly good. That's, that's good to hear, because I played a lot of the first one, and I really enjoy it, despite, you know, it's very, like, very janky mechanics and yeah, everything. Yeah, I'm playing with my buddy who came back from overseas, and one of the things he wanted to do when he got back is he was because he found out State of Decay Two had co-op, and he was like, "We're playing State of Decay Two when I get back." I was like, "All right, cool." So I got the Xbox, I got Game Pass, and everything. So I've mm-hmm. been playing it on that. It runs well enough on the Xbox. There's a lot of awkward lag, like when you're in someone else's game. Like he'll be driving, and at one point I thought the game froze because we were just sitting in this rock parked, and I was like are we, are we moving? And he's like, no, we're, we're home. And I'm like, oh, cause I'm stuck in a rock. And then the car goes flying into the air and then suddenly just crash lands perfectly fine in a parking space. And I was oh, just no, like, man. oh, okay. All right. That's fine. That, that, that sounds pretty amazing to me. I mean, yeah. So great game, but yeah, no, it's a lot of fun. I haven't started working on my like colony yet. Uh, I've been working in his and the way the game works is like you, you, you join that person's game and you contribute to them. So like you can get your own items. And so I'm building up a stash of like items I can use in my, uh, in my base. When I start developing that, you also get like rewards for doing multiplayer. So they reward you for helping your friends, um, with like influence points and, uh, other, other rewards and stuff that I haven't seen yet, but it, it, it sounds like I'm getting a lot of them when I do start, so it's not like you're you're in there because what you do doesn't impact your place directly. It impacts theirs. So like you can just help them like clear their zone of like plague hearts and stuff. And it's like okay, cool. So right, we, we did we did that. So like how does like 
it's like like do you play as one of their characters then or like... no you bring one of your characters oh okay all right. and so, so like then... when your character is tired you go to a bed and you switch to one of your other characters okay so you're able to level up your characters even though you're in a different yes, game. yes i have two characters with like four like ascended perks whatever those things are Nice. They, they have like they have like when you max out a perk like cardio you can do an upgrade to cardio and like on one of my guys I have it so he can like sprint while crouched while sneaking it's pretty good and then on another guy I think I just have I don't know but there's there's like two things you can pick every time you can always make a selection I want this one or I want this one and they'll each offer similar but kind of different things like with the shooting one of them is like you'll you'll wear down your gun a lot less or the other one is like you'll be a lot more accurate when you do shoot and the biggest issue we're having right now is just everything we get breaks like right away yeah that's that's definitely a problem in the first game too that durability is not good yeah he doesn't have a forge because he doesn't have anybody who can do it and i can't do anything with it because i've never built up my camp so i'm down to like two melee weapons i'm like this is great so, so how does the inventory work when you're, like, do you share inventories or it's all separate? Nope, it's all separate. So when okay. you go to your base and you put stuff in your little base storage, that goes to your storage. Okay. Which was an issue at one point. We didn't realize that. And he kept saying, there's stuff in the storage. Go take this. And I don't, I don't, I don't see anything. There's nothing there for that. And he's like, I made it. I built it. I put it in there. And then we realized it wasn't a shared storage. So are you able to trade? Yeah, you can just drop stuff okay. on the ground. So how how what about the looting? Is it all instanced or are you fighting for loot then? No, it's not instanced, but what it is is when there's two players in, so things that he can loot are highlighted in yellow. Uh, okay. And things I can loot are highlighted in blue. A third player joined, he had things he could highlight in green. Uh so it it it's it's a little annoying. Yeah. Because you're walking through a house and I'm the type of person who wants to loot everything. Yep. My friend's just like, oh, no, I'm good. I'm going to go. And I'm like, no, I see six glowing yellow things in here. You need to loot this place. You get in here. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, yeah. It, it, it's it's fun. I, I, I am enjoying it. Yeah, like I definitely want to play that at some point. Is, is it's on sale game? right now. Is that game like a cross-platform or ship? Right? It is. He is playing on PC. I'm on my Xbox. Well, I'll probably get that at some point. Whoa, my screen I think it's like $15 right now on the Microsoft Store. <sighs> Man, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I'll that's think about it. I'll think, think about, about it. it. Think about it. Um, otherwise, I bought Pokemon. Haven't played it yet. Yes. Uh, I did buy my new mouse. It's not a game, but it's a means of playing games. I bought my mouse. Uh, I replaced my G502 with the G502 because it was $35. And we're going to talk more about Black Friday deals coming up because there are some good ones. Yeah, well, assuming there's any left in stock. but <laughs> Yeah, I spent a lot of time this week really doing work on my computer. Uh, I gave it a good cleaning out. Uh, I replaced the RAM, got faster RAM, got, a faster, got an SSD for my Steam drive. So... A uh, two terabyte uh, eight sixty Evo, so you know we we're rocking it in here. Nice. Uh, I also picked up the Civ Six expansion, Rise and Fall. Uh, I got Yakuza Zero on a good price. That and... game is pretty good. You, you should definitely play it at some point. Oh yeah, hundred percent. And I've been playing a lot of Diablo two and some Minecraft. 
So I've been all over the place, not playing the games I should be playing for like game of the year and things like that. I'm playing everything and anything else. <laughs> I'm just playing games that I enjoy my free time. Yeah. No, that, that that's important. I'm I'm not saying I'm upset with what I'm doing. I do need to, you know, hunker down and play some of these games. I got a copy of Dragon Quest Eleven sitting here and just waiting to be played, oh, but I gotta man, finish that's... Metal Max. And I need to get back into Red Dead. Are are you like are you actually gonna try to finish Quest Dragon Quest Eleven and Red Dead? I'm gonna try to finish Red Dead. Right. Dragon Quest is still kind of up in the air. Right. I don't know yet. Yeah, because like once she's like, because I don't think you're gonna finish it if if you start it like unless like you just play that game for the next like you know like week straight or whatever. But yeah, I mean, I could, but yeah, you could, but at some point you just, you just get massive burnout. Though. <laughs> You'd be surprised. I did that with Final Fantasy 15. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess. Yeah, that's. I, I, I've also never played Dragon Quest games, so I don't really know. Yeah, no, I haven't either. That's why I rented it and. You know, I just, it was like, okay, well, let's see how this is. But, um, yeah, that's all, that's all I've really been playing and just wishing we could raid. Yes. But, Will, you said, uh, you know, you, you are our resident Final Fantasy fourteen expert. That's your game. That's your jam, if you will. Uh, we got news of a new expansion. You want to drop yeah. the deets for us? So, FanFest happened uh, relatively recently. It's kind of like their thing that they do... Where it's like a convention where all the fans go and they hang out, and every once in a while they'll drop new news, and which everybody's expecting because it's been it's it's about to be like almost two years since Heaven's War came out by next summer. Uh, so, uh, excuse me, Stormblood, yes. So basically, what they do is every two years they release a new expansion, and then this upcoming summer in twenty nineteen, it's going to be two years. And and usually you could tell when the expansion is coming because uh, Square Enix is not very good at hiding it because the way their patch cycles work, like once they release their last raid, which they did re- very recently for the current expansion, they'll usually start doing like some of like their pre-expansion stuff. So everybody was just waiting. All right, what what are they gonna announce? And they announced it, and they called it Shadowbringers. So they're gonna add. Gunblades, we don't yeah. know. You know that that might be a class that might just be a weapon for a different class. We don't really know. We know this is a gunblade, and uh, the other one, there's blue mages, and they're adding a race that I don't really know how to pronounce. Maybe the rabbit people from Final Fantasy Twelve. Yes, those people. I want to make one of those. They'll, yeah, I bet a good amount of people will make some of those. I'm gonna make people. one of those, and they're gonna use a gunblade. Yeah, so. The Blue Mage is probably the most interesting thing because that's their first job announcement. They usually put like two new jobs with every expansion, at least so far. Well, I guess Hemsworth was three because Hemsworth, they added the Astrologian, they added the Machinist, I think, and then the Dark Knight. And then Stormblood, they added the Red Mage and the Samurai. So they might add two, they might add three, we don't really know yet. But they announced Blue Mage, which is... Very interesting because that is going to come out the next major patch in 4.5. So it's come out before the expansion comes out, which usually that's not how MMOs work. Usually it comes out with the expansion. Usually they say, hey, we want you to spend $40 to get this new job. So with the Blue Mage, it's going to be, you get get to play it, but it's going to be an entirely single player experience to level 50, which like, I don't know about you, but like that seems kind of cool, but then it's like, I don't really know what you're going to do with for 50 levels. And then well, once... 
Yeah. I know they 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 did also say that they're adding like NPC party members that you can recruit. So yeah. I, I wonder if that's part of the test to be like to incentivize people, hey, let's see how this game actually works in single player. Yeah, because uh, there's a thing that they do with adventure squadrons where you actually recruit NPCs and go on missions and stuff. So they have that like built in. So I guess they might do that for the entire Blue Mage thing. So I mean, considering most of the story missions are single player anyway. Yeah, that's true, which is kind of kind of stupid. Real dumb. Yep, it's really dumb. They, they should change at some point. But so uh, the only other thing we know is that once the expansion does come out, you'll be able to hit the level cap, which we expect it to be eighty. And then you'll actually be able to bring a blue mage to do all your other MMO stuff. And but before then, you go to fifty, and then you're able to kill primals, which are you know like the gods or deities or whatever of Final Fantasy, and you you fight them a lot throughout the story. So the blue mage supposedly can kill them and gain skills from them, and it seems like that might be the only way to get certain skills from them. So it but, sounds like it's like an enemy skill type thing from like uh, yeah. Final Fantasy Seven. I'm I don't know if the Blue Mage. Is, I'm not as familiar with the older Final Fantasies, so I don't know if Blue Mage is something that they're pulling from a you know older in the series or something. But like enemy skill is like the thing I think of when I hear about that from Final Fantasy Seven, where it's like, oh, you got Goblin Punch. My character's gonna do a little twirl and a oh, Cloudler Goblin Punch. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, since like you probably know more about the older Blue Mage because. Usually, when when they bring a class over, it's it's generally pretty similar. Like, well, not you know exactly similar, but but they'll have some of the aspects of the jobs from other Final Fantasy games. So, yeah. So I, I'm not super familiar with Blue Mage as a class, but I am familiar with the concept of acquiring enemy abilities. I don't think it'll work like E skill, uh, but you know, we'll see. We'll see yeah. how it works. It'll yeah, be interesting. We'll, regardless, we'll, we'll know pretty soon because 4.5 is not that far away. Probably yeah. the early, early next they year. They said early next year, yeah. Yeah, early next year. So, yeah, yeah so that's so, Final I mean, Fantasy. That's cool. And they, it, it sounds like there are some story implications of maybe uh, uh, embracing the dark kind of thing. Yes. So, so, the warrior of light becoming the warrior of darkness. So, with every expansion, the, the Final Fantasy mascot, the warrior of light, usually has a job. I think the last one is a warrior for Stormblood. I'm not really sure, to be honest. But for this one, it's gonna be, he's going to be a Dark Knight. And uh, spoiler alert for those who still haven't played Heaven's Ward, which, is, which includes that's, Chris. That's, that's me. Great. <laughs> uh, the, war, the Warrior of Darkness does appear very briefly in Heaven's Ward in one of your story quests. So oh. maybe, you know, maybe this will tie back to that in the new expansion. Who knows? Because... Because the Warrior of Darkness and like his crew just showed very briefly in Heaven's Ward. It was probably like two quests, or maybe even like maybe like five. You know, it's like it, it was it was a long stay, but there was there was like supposedly a a very like huge story implication of their role overall. So maybe that will be diving more into in uh, Shadowbringers. So interesting. I I, cool. I think it sounds interesting. Like uh, yeah. Sounds like a cool expansion. Uh, Square generally does well with these expansions, is my understanding. It's it does well, but it's also usually very like expected. Like they don't like you know another MMO. You know, like World of Warcraft, Blizzard is generally a bit more ambitious with their expansions, even if they don't do well like their last one. But Square Enix tends to stick to a very similar formula, where like they'll add these amount of dungeons, add these amount of raids, so. So we'll see. Maybe it'll be more of the same as we saw with the last two expansions. So they're more formulaic. 
Yes, definitely. And people don't really like that. Yeah. Because at some point, like, you just know what to expect, right? You know, you're going to get the 10 levels, you're going to get these dungeons, you know, you're, you're, you might get five more skills, maybe. Yeah. And, or, or maybe they'll try something new. Who knows? I mean, you know, it's yeah, new expansion, I, so. Hey, I mean, you know, why, why not? If you, yeah. I mean, I mean, technically, I mean, you got to keep that game feeling fresh, right? Yeah. I mean, technically, like, like the way they're rolling out Blue Mage is technically pretty new, so. Yeah, so it looks like maybe they're willing to take some chances with this one. I'd like to see them kind of go, you know, balls deep and make something crazy and be like, yeah, hey, I would, I this would is your Final too. Fantasy fourteen now. Yep. Um, I mean, so moving on from that, uh, we got some additional news. Uh, I, I hope I'm saying his first name correctly. Uh, Hide, Hidetaka Miyazaki. I think I said that correctly. I'm not sure. The man... Most famous for his work on the Dark Souls and Bloodborne series, the 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 Soulsborne universe, if you will, yep. uh, received a lifetime achievement award uh, from the, I believe it's the Golden Joysticks. Hold on, I'm pulling it up real quick. Yes, seems to be the Golden. Yes, joysticks. the 2018 Golden Joysticks. Those are issued by Games Radar. Um, that man, whenever his name comes up on the screen, everybody cheers. Yep. Uh, and you know he's he's leading the way on uh, Sekiro right now, which is coming we, out next year, which I'm very excited for. Do we have a, uh, a window of when that's I'm coming out next sure year? I'm pretty sure it's May 20th. Oh, it's on Steam. Hold on, I I can uh, pull it up real quick. Uh, yeah, Sekiro Shadows Die Twice, March 22nd, even sooner than I thought. Ooh, wow. Yeah, okay. let's go. It's gonna be a very um, interesting Q1 next next year. Indeed. So yeah, uh, I think it's well deserved. Uh, yes. He, that yes. man has he 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 has helped with you know not to give not to take credit away from the rest of the people who work on that game. You know, it's more than one person um, working on Bloodborne, but definitely like you know credit where credit is due. The work he has done on that franchise, you can see it because you see Dark Souls one to Dark Souls two to Dark Souls three, and you know. He he is the bread that keeps that sandwich alive because two is a very different Dark Souls from yeah. one and three, and, and then Bloodborne is just amazing. Bloodborne's good, and then he also did uh the first one, Demon Souls, and that came out. It was yeah one of those games that, where you were just like, "What is this?" That game kind of changed the landscape, and that was a game that like kind of got everybody's attention in a way most games don't when they're kind of like you know just out there like that was a game that before they people even knew it was coming west people were like what is this game yeah how do i get it and then when uh, it came out people were like yo this game is hard yeah and he, it's he, he, a lot of fun but it's hard they really popularized difficult but fair yes it's... and and dark souls and demon souls and bloodborne like really like that's the experience they offer and it, it's it's like nothing else nobody else has been able to capture the essence of what makes those games special yeah. in a comparable game. People have tried. People have made attempts. They need to get Miyazaki. <laughs> yeah, and, and there's there's more and more rumors of a Bloodborne 2, so I'm going to keep my fingers crossed for that. Game yeah. Awards are coming up. Let's go, Miyazaki! <laughs> That's pretty cool. Cause Let I, me get some Bloodborne 2, man! <laughs> Bloodborne is still, I think, my favorite game so far. Dark Souls 3. Dark Souls 3 is my favorite. That game has a special place in my heart. I will eventually beat that game. Eventually. We will. We will. You can you can you can bet your bottom. 
Um, but yeah, so well-deserved. Very happy for him on that. And uh, I hope he continues to uh, make uh, make more games. Yeah, hopefully. For a long, long time. Does the next one? No, the next one, the next game is just single player, right? Secure? Yes. Okay. Yes. That game sounds nuts. I can't wait. Yeah. Um, now, speaking of the Game Awards, though, uh, not to be left out, CBS, owners of CNET, GameSpot, and Giant Bomb, all three of which are big uh, big publications that cover games in Technology. increasingly large fashion. Uh, you know, so... They will be having their own Gamer's Choice Awards on December 9th on CBS and CBS Sports, which is going to piss off a lot of people on CBS Sports because we all know how ESPN fans feel. Uh, So it will be hosted by Kerry Keegan and director of Twitch Studios, Marcus DJ Wheat Graham. And it is an hour-long awards show and will honor the winners of a number of categories, all of which are voted on by users. Uh, I got this information here off of Game Informer. I'm just going to run down the categories because there's a lot. And so instead of going through all the games, you can probably assume what's in there. Uh, fan favorite, uh, male gamer and female gamer. Uh, fan favorite game, uh, which as you can imagine is, you know, a lot of the games you would expect like God of War, Spider-Man, Dragon Ball Fighters. Uh, but also includes, this isn't like a game of the year type thing. This is just a favorite game. Uh, it includes Black Ops, uh, League of Legends, Overwatch, Fortnite, you know, stuff like that. Celeste is in there again. Uh, fan favorite action game, fan favorite single player gaming experience, fan favorite multiplayer game, favorite shooter, favorite battle royale game. Uh, which, that's a list that is seven options deep. Yeah, but there's only, only three, three options. Yeah, yeah. And I still like arguably the least popular of the three. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I, I guess now it is least popular, yeah. Yeah. Uh, fan favorite fighting game, sports slash racing game, uh, indie game, family-friendly multiplayer game, role-playing game, MMORPG, VR, mobile game, gaming device, which is... Th- so, hmm. hold on. This one I do want to break down, okay? So, we've got the things. Xbox One, PlayStation 4, PC, Nintendo Switch, mobile phone. Wow, we add mobile phones now. As a mobile phone, no, just mobile phone, just the oh, general, oh, just oh. mobile phone, iOS where, slash Android. Where, where, where can I get one of those mobile phones? You know, just yeah, mobile phones, right? It runs both, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that that that'll be you pretty can, impressive. You know, it's got boot, boot camp. It's phone. got boot camp into Android. <laughs> I would, uh, I would definitely get a phone that did dude, that. I'm telling you, if Apple made an Android phone, it'd be the best selling phone on the market. Yeah, it would. But they'll never do it, though. They'll never do it. No, I know. But imagine if they did for a second. Here's a weird one. Fan favorite retro game. Oh, man. Pong, Space Invaders, Super Mario Brothers, The Legend of Zelda, and Tetris. It's it's, it's funny because the three of those uh, franchises just recently had new games. Yep. Fan so. favorite retro character. <laughs> oh, great. Uh, which is a list of people you would probably expect. Uh, everybody on here seems pretty mainstream except Bonk from Bonk's Adventure. Yes. Can't put a face to the name. Otherwise, Mario Link, Donkey Kong, Pac-Man, Bomberman, Mega Man, Sonic the Hedgehog, and Samus Aran. 
And then, like before, most of these characters have had recent games. Samus represent. Let's go. Yeah, Samus is pretty awesome. Samus is awesome. She's going to be my main again in Smash. I won over this weekend. We were at, um, getting off topic for a second, we are mm. at Ross's place for a, a, an early Thanksgiving event. Friendsgiving, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a great time. And me and the boys went down and we played Melee. And nice. I came out on top in my first game back. With the girl herself, Samus. Let's go. Nice. Uh, favorite uh, esports moment. This is a very interesting category, I feel, because it's a like different game for each of these moments. So yeah. I feel like it's just gonna be a popularity contest of which of these games have the largest esports, you know, like uh, fan base that watches them. I know Overwatch League. I know the Worlds run. The Cloud9 Worlds run is actually a very impressive run. Yeah. So, uh, no, yeah, that was. So just to give a little bit of, I guess, insight for those who don't know, um, Cloud9 is a uh, NA-based team, North American-based team. So the Worlds this year had a lot of upsets. A lot, a lot of the uh, KT rosters, uh, a, uh, people say might, might have won, they were knocked out very early, uh, which allowed... A lot of like the teams that would have made it far, a, a deeper run, and then Cloud Nine was one of those. Um, they they end up sweeping uh, Africa, I believe. Africa's, excuse me. Africa, yeah. The other Korean team in a, a dominant three zero sweep, but then they eventually lost to I believe Fnatic. Who's a very good team? Who was, was very good too, and, and and then Fnatic got swept in the finals. Yeah, but um, it's good to see an NA team yeah. make a deep run, though. Yes, it is very it good. Gives it, us, is... it gives us hope. It's, it's very interesting. It's interesting because right now it's free agency in League of, in like League of Legends. It's, it's off-season right now, so uh, Cloud9 is making some roster changes. I believe they let go of their mid laner, so it'll be interesting to see how they restructure their roster again to make another Worlds run. Yeah, so I don't know where they always get these some of these things. I wonder if they pull them and the fans just vote on what they pick. They probably have people at GameSpot and just like, hey, what's a popular desired franchise resurrection? Uh, so, oh. <laughs> Half-Life, F-Zero, Banjo-Kazooie, Earthbound, Chrono Trigger? I, I don't think that's a franchise resurrection. I think Chrono no, is the franchise there, but no, yeah. I don't think we need that anymore. No, um, Knights of the Old Republic and Jet Set Radio. Uh, fan favorite video game character of the year. Uh, fan favorite mobile game. Oddly enough, not Fortnite. PUBG Mobile made the list, but not Fortnite. That is interesting, actually. Is is PUBG Mobile crossplay with the PC? Absolutely not. It is a okay. completely different game. Okay, so I see. So that might be their extinction. That might then. be. Yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, fan favorite multiplayer game. Uh, fan favorite esports game. Most anticipated game. Uh, I don't think anybody's really anticipating Days Gone, unfortunately. Excuse me, unfortunately. Oh, that uh, is a also, game. Right. Like, yeah. I I guess they're not sectioning this off as just like next year because Elder Scrolls Six is most definitely not coming next nope. year. Maybe in the next five years, maybe. I don't know. I would think maybe second year of a new generation, so maybe like twenty twenty one. That's that's still three years away. Yeah. Yeah, it is. So, well, so no, that's two, that's two-ish. that is still in my my five year window. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yes, technically, yes. 
Uh, fan favorite esports team, favorite esports player, favorite es oh League of Legends, favorite esports player League of Legends, favorite esports player Dota oh, two, man. favorite esports player Melee, Dragon Ball Fighter Z, CS:GO, Overwatch, Rocket League, Fortnite, PUBG, esports casters duo. I mean, it's got to be huh. it's got to be tastosis. It's yeah. tastosis. Artosis yeah. and tasteless is it. That's it. End of the vote. You put it at the top for a reason. Nobody knows who the other people are, but everybody knows who Tastosis is. Well, I mean, Monte, Monte and Doe are on there too. So. Yeah, they're good, but come on. Yeah, I think I think my top three with obviously with it's you know, an Artosis pylon, dude. It's an Artosis pylon. Everybody then, knows. Then, then I would like like I would probably put Monte and Doe after them, or, or maybe even Cleus and Wolf. But James Chen and Ultra Dayroll is pretty good for like fighting games too. So yeah. no, I'm not saying that there are other. I was being facetious. Like I, I don't know. I'll, I'll be honest. I don't know a lot. Of, I know Monte and Doa. Um, actually, and I'm pretty sure uh, the um, James Chen and David Ultra David. Uh, I'm pretty sure I know who they are as well. Yeah. yeah. I've been getting more into the fighting game scene. Like I believe are there the are extremists? these are a lot of quality caster duos, yeah. but Artosis and Tasteless have been doing this too damn long. Too damn yeah. well not to get it. Uh, fan yeah. favorite esports caster. That's, that's a very weird category. I feel because yeah, because I think I want to say I, I don't. I know two of them are League of Legends. Farce Curran and Rivington are both League of Legends. I want to say some of those other ones are too. So yeah, um, esports league format. I actually do like Overwatch League the way they do that. I like their I format. Think yeah, I think everybody likes that, or either, or at or, least or the fans do. Majors, yeah. People are not fan of the League of Legends format, though. Yeah. But. Uh, did we already say fan favorite esports host? No. Wait, hold on. What is the esport? Ca okay, whatever. That's fine. You know, you have the host and the yeah. Caster, no, then you know? yeah. The host do the interviews. Generally. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. How is Malik not on here? <laughs> I always brag because I know Malik. Yeah. <laughs> I know a guy in Overwatch League, you know. <laughs> yeah. The only ones I know are Shocks because she does League of Legends. I know Golden Boy. He's a uh, who's who, who? What game does he do? Yes, I know Chris Gold Puckett as well. Hold yeah. on, hold on. I'm gonna Google like, search like, these real quick. Like, like I know like, the names. Like I know Golden Boy, but I just know what game he does. Like I've heard of his name before. Oh, Chris Puckett does uh, Overwatch League. Okay. Yeah, that's how I know his name. Uh, and then Golden Boy. What does... I'm trying to remember. See, I can. I know I know them. I know I've seen... Oh, yeah, he also CSGO. does... CSGO. Well, he does that, he and I think... He does CSGO, yeah. Doesn't he do some Overwatch League now, too? I think also, yeah. I think it might be kind of both, but I think his main game is uh, CSGO. Yes. You are correct. He does some Call of Duty, apparently, as well. Yeah, he does Overwatch League as well. Yeah. I know them from Overwatch League. Yeah. That's where I know and them. And then, then celebrity uh, gamer, musician, celebrity uh, gamer, athlete. Uh where God. I noticed there's no oh god, what's the guy who plays League of Legends? Or not League of Legends, uh uh Fortnite. Fortnite. Uh with like Tim and them all the time with him and Ninja. There's like a couple, there's like there's a like, baseball player. A baseball I don't really know them. I know basketball is a couple. There's like Carl Anthony Towns. Because he's funny because he was on a team with all of them. And he's like, oh, my God, I've never been around so many famous people in my life. Just kidding. I'm in Major League Baseball. I'm around famous people every day. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought that was funny. 
Uh, yeah, that was pretty funny. Uh, favorite celebrity video gamer actor, fan favorite male voice actor, Christopher Judge. Um, fan favorite female voice actor. Uh, why is Vin Diesel on Celebrity Gamer? I, he played a game with someone. I don't know. He plays video games. I don't know. Like, 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 like Terry Crews, man. Terry, Terry Crews had yes. another really good Overwatch, or not Overwatch, See, uh, Crackdown trailer. Ter- Terry Crews is somebody who was hyped about video games. Terry so Crews I don't is mind just a, a person who's hyped about life. Exactly, yeah. You can never but bring like, Terry Crews down. But, like, wasn't Zac Efron, like, at that one E3 a couple years ago when he was yeah. just, like, with, like, Snoop Dogg? And yeah, like, wasn't he on the team yeah. with Snoop? I think In so, yeah. Battlefield. It was, it's Battlefield. Yeah, it was. It is Battlefield, yes. So, male voice actor, I kind of have my pick. Female voice actor. What do you have here? I probably do Freya. She was really good. Laura Bailey as Mary Jane Watson was really good, too, but Laura Bailey's always good. Yeah. Uh, gaming moment of the year. Oh, these are just... Yeah. These are all just streaming moments. Yep. Fan favorite esports event of the year. Fan favorite... God, this is way longer than I thought it was. This is very esports based. Uh, fan favorite collegiate year. They're going to cover this in an hour. I can barely cover the categories in 20 minutes. Uh, fan favorite collegiate esports game. Uh, what? Uh, fan favorite that, gaming convention. Geez. Fine. Fan favorite streaming. Ser- wow. All right, moving on. We're done. I right, didn't realize so Chris, how stupid that was. Hi. I have a question. So, yeah. so, did, so, so did you watch? Did you watch football last last uh, last Sunday on TV? Which one? Which game? And I was wondering because uh, over here in New York, last Sunday on CBS, it actually aired this stuff. Like what, it for was the it, thing. Yes, it was. It was. It was. It was the Twitch host, whatever his name is. I don't know his name. I'm sorry. Yeah, he was just or talking DJ about DJ how DJ we're gonna have this Choice Awards very soon, and here are pictures of the people that are on these categories. And please vote. And that was that was airing because we didn't have a game for CBS that day. Yeah, we only had the game on Fox, and that was weird. Like hmm. it's like like it was just weird that they took like that time. I guess because there's no, you know, there's no game, there's no football game. It's like four thirty. But yeah, it's I don't know, it's a thing. I, I watched the game Monday night, and that was so good. That was a pretty good that game. Was so Fo- good. Yeah, f- yeah. This is our football minute. That was a pretty good game. That was a real good game. Um, so uh, right, moving so. on. Are you familiar with the controversy surrounding Artifact? The Valve no. Dota 2 card game. I, 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 I kind of forgot it existed, to be honest. Well, no, it's a beta now. So here's the thing. Okay. We all knew it was going to be a collectible card game. We all knew it was going to involve the Steam Marketplace. You know, those yep. are things you expect from yep. a Valve game at this point. Here's the thing. So Artifact gives you these cards, okay? And you cannot have duplicate cards in your deck. So it okay. gives you this starter deck, and then it gives you these booster packs... Issue number one. Booster packs contain some of the starter deck cards. Uh, Okay. Issue the second. The only ways to get new cards, uh, 2B, issue 2B, or 2A, uh, is by buying them. Either directly, like, buying the card you want from the marketplace, or by buying booster packs. So, so like, no... Right. Like any in-game currency of any kind? It's all real money? Issue 2B. 
Yes. Issue 2B. Wow. The only other way to get cards is by doing the, uh, essentially like the ranked mode. And you have to use tickets to do that. And so uh, here, what, this is what, a popular, what, what so it? this is a popular thread from the subreddit. And here's what one player said. Here are the ways to get cards. Pay $2 for a card pack. Pay for the cards on the market or play expert. Every time you play expert, you have to spend a ticket, which is a dollar. Wow. Okay. So that's what they are. Uh, and the booster packs contain the same cards player can receive in the starter kit, meaning there's a chance you won't even get a full bang for their buck. Um, so Valve is going back. Um, they're, they're changing how some of that works. Uh, they're going to add uh, a casual phantom draft mode, which will allow players to practice building and playing with decks uh, from a series of booster packs without spending money. Uh, Valve is also working on a system that allows extra unwanted cards to be recycled into event tickets. So, mm. theoretically, you could recycle your cards you don't want, your dupes, to get back into the expert mode. Yeah, and is... so, yeah, that sounds like kind of a mess. <clears throat> yeah, compared to Hearthstone, which none of us are really that, I guess, into. But I think most of that game... You can unlock your cards you know, through, through just playing the game normally. Yeah. So apparently, so. Uh, back in September, uh, this is I'm pulling all this from a Kotaku article. Uh, back in September, Valve's uh, Jeep Barnett uh, and Magic the Gathering creator Richard Garfield explained that as a result of Artifact's pay-to-participate system, the game will have zero grinding, putting it more in line with Magic than Hearthstone. Uh, however, saying competitive, staying competitive in Magic can be prohibitively expensive for those who don't have cash to burn, even with regular format changes leveling the playing field. So, okay. yeah, this is Magic yeah, the Gathering say. with lanes. Yeah, because yeah, like, Magic the Gathering is a, hey, you're literally just showing how much money you have yeah. when you play Magic the Gathering. Yeah. So. Uh, in more weird news. Mm-hmm. Civilization is adding SimCity to their their strategy game. They're gonna they're gonna add some climate change, y'all. So, Jim, you you're a little more well versed in exactly what's going on here. So, why don't you drop some deets on me? Well, well I don't know if it's like that well versed, but you know, you if... probably read the whole thing. <laughs> <sighs> not not really. Like like I I I went and read like a Reddit thread more than anything. Okay, but apparently they're gonna. Add some weather, because you know, you know the world snows. Apparently, they're like, "Hey, we should have it snow," which, like, we don't really know like how much it's gonna affect gameplay wise. Like, is it gonna be like Advanced Wars where you know snow just like you know ups the terrain cost for everything and movement? Like, really don't I would know that much. They would do that because it does know. it already kind of do that in like snowy. Air- well, no, I guess not. No, 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 no. The tundras. Just had like the normal base movement. Yeah, it's just they don't have any yields so far. Yeah. So far, at least that's the thing. They're I, adding natural disasters, yeah. which I'm not a fan of. Like I, I read that they're gonna have things like volcanoes can erupt. Uh, the sea level will rise. Global warming will occur. It's and your like, coastal cities can become flooded. Like. Like, that is great, like, conceptually. Like, all oh, ideas. Like, oh, it's my civilization. You know, it's going through time. You know, these are things that happen, you know, through, through you know, Earth's history. And, you know, you, you might experience these, you know, catastrophes. But but when you're actually playing, the the idea that 
you might be screwed by RNG. Like you might, you know, this volcano might erupt like all of a sudden while you're in the middle of a war or something. Like that's going to suck. Like none of that is going to be fun when you just have a city completely crippled by a natural disaster. And then this is going to add on to what was introduced back in Rise and Fall, which is the loyalty system. And and if you're not able to satisfy that city, you know, they might not be loyal to you anymore. And, and you know, they might just deflect and join a, another empire. So, like, I feel like, like the scenarios of it just going completely bad kind of outweighs, like, the fun that it could bring. But then again, we don't really know how it's all going to tie together. But, yeah, I don't know. And then they're gonna add, uh, they're gonna add power. So you have to match, you know, power now. So like electricity, you have to like spend coal or oil. You know, like if you're playing a uh, city sim type game, which should be interesting because that might change your warfare. Like you might, you know, cripple their power, and that might affect like all their army if they're in like the 21st century or something. But as I really don't know. It's yeah, that does actually add an interesting element yeah. to warfare. It's like, well, this city's producing all their power. I'm just going to blitzkrieg yeah. their, you know, power grid and just knock that offline. Yeah. And cripple half their territory or something. Yeah, and then they're adding the World Congress, which I believe was also added late into Civ 5 at some point. Yes, but the World say. Congress was great because if you could abuse it properly, you could do whatever you wanted. Yeah. It was great when you had, like, all the votes and could just pass something by yourself. To the point that the AI would start attacking city-states because it wanted to stop you. Yeah. You buy favor with the neighboring city-state, and the AI is just like, well, I'm going to take that now, just so you don't have that vote. That was always fun. Yeah. The, the, the one thing that I think everybody's excited about is that they're finally going to add new uh, new um, tech trees. Yeah. You know, which is great, because once you get to the end game, there's just not much to do tech-wise. I'm not sure what they're going to add, but, you know. It sounded like they're adding some of the stuff that they had in Beyond Earth, which was, yes. like, some of, like, the co- like building a city on water type things, yes, which could be really cool. Because like, like, Beyond yeah. Earth had a lot of really cool ideas that were all poorly executed, but Civ Six is already a better game than Beyond Earth. So, like, if you just yeah. put those elements in, they're still, you know, better by default. Like, yeah. In like a better game. Ha- has, like, certain, like, it has like you know like stuff like 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 solar power stuff like that for your buildings and whatnot. So like you definitely go you know pretty like you know future tech with how your city is. So it's so like there's it can be very interesting. But it's also one of those things that the last expansion wasn't so good. So everybody's opinion is kind of sour right now. I don't know. I hear mixed things. Like some so. people either really hate it or say like I I saw somewhere where somebody was like Civ Six with. Uh, Rise and Fall, like, it, you read the reviews on, like, Steam, and somebody said, like, Civ 6 with Rise and Fall is better than Civ 5 Complete, but they said Civ 5 Complete with one of the mods is better than Civ 6 Rise and Fall. So it's like, uh, there's a back and forth, it feels like. Yeah, like, like, I guess it depends, like, 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 how you play the game. You know, if you play single player, then it's probably fine. But, like, if you play a lot of multiplayer, people feel like the Rise and Fall, like, RNG could be kind of, like, messy at a times. a lot of people so. don't play multiplayer because when the no, they, they, no it's dead yeah they released yeah, the like, switch version and one of the things they said was there was no online multiplayer and you know you read the comments one person's like oh well geez that's like that's not even worth it at that point and then other people are just like who plays civ online 
the the the, the like, problem I with, do, but not the way you think. <laughs> but like, cause cause the problem with the original Civ was like, cause 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 you know when we played Civ, like when the game came out, that that game was all about mass expansion. It still is. I mean, it's but it's yeah. nerfed now, so you can't expand as fast. But it's still about mass expansion. There's there's no reason to build tall. You have to build wide in this game. Yeah. And, um, Especially with like districts and stuff like that. Like, yeah, you, you, you have to need you need volume. Like like the first thing you always try to do is like you, you're literally scouting to where you're gonna put stuff. So, and 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 obviously that messed with the multiplayer because the multiplayer community did not like that, and and Rise and Fall didn't really fix that because because um, which is why like they all stopped playing multiplayer and everybody that played Civ multiplayer. So went back to Civ Five because that game was just overall a better balanced game for multiplayer for like the way like the competitive people play, right? Because they all play simultaneously, like they don't do turns like we do, like they all go at the same turn. So, well, we go at the same time when we play, but yeah, no, no, but, but like with separate, with the yeah. with the enemy, like it's all simultaneous yeah. oh, okay. turns. Yeah, so that, that's how you play competitively. See, the oh, only yeah, thing it's... I don't like about that is, like, if the AI can move, then you're telling a dude to attack, and then all of a sudden the AI decides, I'm going to move this unit, and then it's like, oh, well, now my unit's just sitting yeah. down. Yeah, I mean, I obviously we're not going to play like that, but, yeah. you know, it's it's just, like, most of, like, the actual online play is just simultaneous, because you have to, like, cut down the time, because usually for them, like, a full game, because, like, they'll play on the fastest of speed. Yeah. For them, a full game is normally, like, 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 if it's a good, long game, it's probably eight hours long, they'll play eight hours straight. Yeah. And if it's a short game, they'll they'll like they'll play for whatever, and, you know. And usually, there's like a sense of respect. Like usually, like everybody will you know have their land, and they'll take you know they they'll plant their cities, and then they'll try to respect you know their boundaries. And then when people go into area, then you know you say, "Hey, this is my area." You know, you back off, and obviously, if they don't respect that. Then you go to war, obviously, because you know they're they're in your area. But usually in that game, like you try to avoid warfare as long as you can, but you also are also rushing techs to go to war, which is like the most interesting thing because it's generally whoever rushes their science properly is going to win that game. Right. In multiplayer. So, but yeah, multiplayer of that game is pretty dead. Yeah. Like straight up. It's, yeah, but I still like the way we there. play. Oh, yeah, the it's way still, we play is fun. Like, yeah, I, yeah it's just, I have fun. Like, I have fun yeah. playing that game. The way we play it, which is yeah. we're all on a team and we fight another team of AIs. Yep. Um. So we're gonna run through these last three news pieces, and then we're gonna talk a little bit about uh, the upcoming holiday shopping season. Uh, Enter the Gungeon had a paid expansion planned that has since been canceled, as the developers have stated. They apparently announced it on Reddit, hmm. explaining that they have been working on the game for five years and need to move on. It'll get a smaller, free final update, adding new items, features, and bug fixes, and that will be it for Enter the Gungeon. So, uh, I played that for the first time this year, and that was a good game. That's what I heard. Uh, when did that game come out? A couple years ago? Yes. Uh, okay. Uh, let's... Okay, yep. Thanks for refreshing twice, Steam. <laughs> Enter the Gungeon. When did you come out? April 5th, 2016. All right, so it's about... Wait, are these guys yeah. the same people who made the... Wait. Did I they think... also make the messenger? No. I'm not sure, actually. No. Huh. Because they had a thing that was like 20% off the messenger. I was wondering if it was the same developer. No. Okay. It's just Devolver. 
that's fine. Whatever. Uh, yeah, that's a shame. I, I just played that for the first time this year. Like I said, I liked it. It was a good game. I like it mm. a lot. Honestly, this year I put more time into that than I have even into Dead Cells. Nothing, nothing wrong with Dead, right, Cells. Dead Cells. It's just came man. Out, right. um, in other news, David Jaffe is is being merciful and saying that he will no longer make games as of this point. He doesn't this know a, if he'll ever make another game. This is normally, if it's not a podcast, I would clap it up right now. Yeah. So. Um, because I'm glad he's done with games. I like, liked David Jaffe for a good long time, all the way yeah, up through. I'd say the Twisted Metal on PSP. Yeah, but he hasn't made anything good since. And then he made Twisted Metal on the PS3. Yeah. And I am sad that he did that. What was the last game he made? Drawn to Death. Yeah, that thing. Which was worse than Twisted Metal on PS3. By a wide margin. Apparently he was... Uh, I got this article from comicbook.com. He was speaking to Colin Moriarty on the Colin's Last Stand Fireside Chats. Uh, That's a mouthful. And Mm -hmm. this is a quote from David Jaffe. As for whether I'll make another game or not, I don't know. I don't have any plans right now. I don't really have any ambition to right now. I think if I were to make another game, it would be harder to imagine doing doing it with the kind of stuff I've done in the past. If you look at what Sony is doing right now, it's amazing. I'm obsessed with Spider-Man right now, but what they make these days is so different from, or or so different with the kind of stuff I'm vibing with right now. Uh, Continuing, uh, according to this article, Jaffa continues noting that he's been playing a lot of retro games and or modern games that uh, remind him of stuff he grew up on, such as Dusk uh, from New Blood Interactive. He then segues into revealing he may be interested in getting involved in something like that rather than a big new AAA title. Uh, in, speaking about AAA development, he said, I'm kind of done with that. Uh, this well, is the man you. who made God of War. Yep. Uh, but this is also the man who said he hasn't played the new one because obviously that's got to hurt knowing that the guy who replaced you has made a better game than you twice. Uh, in yep. God of War 2 and the new God of War. I like David Jaffe. I respect David Jaffe. But David Jaffe has been a mess for the last, like, yep. 10 years. It's, Between Twisted it's... Metal, Drawn to Death was just awful. Just awful. And yeah. I wouldn't trust him to make another game. Like, he... he ki- Listen, it's not so much David Jaffe. I would hate anybody who killed Twisted Metal. <laughs> anyone it doesn't matter you could be Corey barlog and you could have made the shitty twisted metal and then made god of war the way it is right now i would still hate you for killing twisted metal that that franchise is excellent that franchise deserves to be good twisted metal is awesome and no other game ever came close it's a shame that that, that franchise is it is a damn dead, shame yeah. sony needs to give it one more try with someone competent at the helm because David Jaffe yeah. wanted to make a fighting game with cars. And he made yeah. big bosses. And he made races. Who puts racing in a twisted metal game? Who does that? I don't. I can't get started. I'm sorry. David I'm sorry, Jaffe, David apparently. Jaffe. It's not you, but it is you. It is you. It's not you. It's, it's you the last 10 years. I think you... This is... <laughs> Twisted Metal and Drawn to Death were cries for help. Those were the midlife crisis games of David Jaffe trying to reestablish himself. I respect it, but he was wrong. Yeah. So upset with uh, him. Didn't, 
uh, another developer. It was it last week? Cliff Bazinski says he's done. Yes, too. he's also done making games, and he's very mad at people talking shit about his previous yeah. efforts. I don't blame him. And that's more of a shame because Cliffy B made some good games when he was like, you know, with Epic, yeah, the Gears, Gears of War, War and stuff like that. Was very good. Yeah. I think he was too ambitious for his own good, and he wanted to break into some markets in a big way, and just wasn't ready. He- did, did, did he go right into um, Lawbreakers right after Gears of War Three? Like, uh, yes. Yes. Okay. And then and and then they try to cash into the uh, Battle Royale stuff, right? With uh, Radical Heights. Yeah, Radical Heights. Yeah. Came in second in one of those. In one of what? In a in a match of Radical Heights. Uh, I got second place. <laughs> nice. I almost won. Yeah, and then both of his games are dead now, so. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, but Cliffy e. B, you know, he, he I think he did as right by his people as he could. Yeah. Uh, this is not a telltale situation. Um, now, let's get Oof. into the nitty gritty here. It's Thanksgiving today as of this recording. Again, I hope everybody has a wonderful Thanksgiving. If you're listening to this tomorrow, I hope you didn't die at the store. Um, yeah, or you didn't freeze out there. Everyone on the East Coast, Northeast. Yeah, well, coast, I mean, so. everything's starting as of this recording. Stores are opening. Yeah. So that's a thing. Uh, Black Friday, 2018. I'm not gonna go through. I'm not gonna list all the deals and all the places, but I want to talk about a couple games that you should should not be buying. Okay. Um. So. Let's let let's let's keep it on PC right now. Blizzard is running their Black Friday deal. Um, they are running a lot of deals on um on everything. On everything, right? yeah. Well, I gotta check yeah. something if it was fanatical that had the deals. Hold on. Um, so let's talk about Blizzard. Um for those who wanna play WoW, this is a really good starting point because you don't because what they you don't have to buy I believe the base game and the expansion now. Or maybe just even the expansion, so you don't have to like buy all the previous stuff anymore. So Wait, for what? If you're for World of Warcraft. Oh yeah. So if you want to play World of Warcraft, it's it's not a bad time to start. So here's what I was trying to pull up. So if you are somebody on the Blizzard store, check around because the Blizzard store has some good deals. They have Call of Duty on sale. They have Destiny Two, excuse me, Forsaken on sale. However, the deals are better. Excuse me, on Humble Store. Yeah. So humblebundle.com slash store. You will get a better deal on Destiny 2 Forsaken. Um, they have the collection, which is Forsaken, the two expansions, and Destiny 2. You can get that right now for $35. Uh, if you yeah, want so... everything right now, you can also get the base Forsaken for a pretty good price as well. Um, let me see if I can pull that up right now. It's like 30 maybe $26.99, which is $3 cheaper than what Blizzard's charging for it right now. And and also generally no tax either. Yeah. So same tax right there. Uh, they have Fallout seventy six on Humble Store for thirty six dollars and seventeen cents. I believe that is the same on Green Man Gaming. Yeah. Um. So, so. check around. GMG doesn't have the Blizzard stuff. Uh, the Green Man Gaming is GMG. They don't have the Blizzard stuff, but they have some good deals. Fanatical. Uh, Fanatical They have some good deals going yes. on right now. I got a good deal on the Civ, uh, six expansion, Rise and Fall. You can get that for like $17 plus 10% off. Uh, so you can get that for like, you know, 15, 16 bucks. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of good deals. Just, you know, Steam is running Flickering. its sale. Uh, Blizzard's running their sale. 
shop around. You can get better deals in yeah. other places. So just yeah, keep that in like, mind. Go on, like, is there any deal.com? Just check, you know. Yeah. Like, right yeah, now, I'm looking at a Humble Store. Dead Cells, $18. Like, that's a good deal. Stellar. Oh, that's Utopia. Um, Wolf and <laughs> Se- Well, I thought that was Stellar's because I saw it for like 14 bucks earlier somewhere else. They have uh, the Wolfenstein, the new order, five dollars and ninety three cents. Yeah, you know they have uh, they have ten percent off the newly announced Civ Six expansion. Uh, I know Fanatical. I got like thirty percent off Darksiders Three with the. I paid like fifty five dollars for Darksiders Three with the season pass on Fanatical. Funny thing about Fanatical is, is I think I made all of my Civ 6 purchases on that site when the game came out. I think I bought on them too. Yeah. <laughs> and expansion I bought on them also. Yeah, it looks like they have a deal. Uh, they, I'll have to check Humble for the City Skylines DLCs because I see a couple of them was on sale, sale too. Yeah. Right. yeah, so there, there could be some deals there. Uh, but yeah, so definitely look around. Uh, as far as like that's the PC side. So you can almost always get a better price not shopping on Steam or Blizzard. Uh, when it comes to console games, things like that, um, stay away from this year's Madden. There's a lot of really good deals on Madden 19, 30 bucks for a game that came out you know, in August. That's a good deal. This year's Madden, not good. So stay away from that. You can also get FIFA, which I hear mixed things about that one this year, but I mean... You can get FIFA and I think 2K19 for like 30, 40 bucks each, which is a good deal. Um, uh, don't, the NBA 2K games have not been good for a while now. Yeah, but. I, like, they're fine if you don't mind like grinding because like, it's a lot of grind now. It's a lot of pay to win or you just have to grind currency now. Yeah. But, but the older ones, I think, are still better. So. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so. Games you definitely should be buying this weekend. Um, Destiny 2, actually, as far as I've seen, the best deal on Destiny 2 uh, is actually a Target. You can get it with Forsaken for $30. Most other places like Best Buy and GameStop are doing $35. You absolutely should be buying God of War. Almost any deal you find on God of War is going to be good. What was the one you got? I got it for like twenty one dollars off the PSN store right now. It's it's seventeen at GameStop. If if you if you want to go to GameStop right now, it's the cheapest for seventeen dollars. Yeah, I, think, so. I know Best Buy is running deals on Dragon Ball Fighters. Yeah. You can get that for twenty dollars each on Xbox or PS4, or thirty dollars on Switch, which is a good deal because that's a newer release on Switch. Um, you can get games like Valkyria Chronicles. I think as low as like thirty bucks for like the disc copy of the game. Uh, or 40 bucks digitally. Um, like we said, Fallout 76, you can get that on PC for 40% off right now, 36 bucks. Or I think a lot of other places are doing it for like 40 bucks yeah. or 35 yeah, or something. A lot of like There's 40, a lot yeah. of like $40 deals for that. So, which says a lot about that game. So, yeah, there's a lot of you know really, really good deals there. Uh, Polygon actually has a really good breakdown of all the Black Friday 2018 deals in one place. So I'm actually using that to kind of pull myself towards, you know, different deals. You can get an Xbox One S with Minecraft for $199. You can get an Xbox One X with your choice of either there's Fallout 76 or Battlefield 5 for $429, which is a Hmm. really good deal for an Xbox One X. Uh, yeah, the Spider-Man just... 4 PS4 bundle, or the Spider-Man PS4 bundle, 
199 it's a regular yeah. PlayStation 4 Slim with Spider-Man. That's a great deal. Um, that probably so hello. Amazon has some deals on headsets. The HyperX Cloud 2 is $69. That's a great deal. Uh, as I mentioned before, Best Buy has the Logitech G502 uh, Proteus Spectrum for $35. This is an $80 mouse for $35. It is the best mouse I've ever used. You can add right, and remove weights. It's still on sale. I checked. Right. You can buy it online or in store. I went into a Best Buy earlier this week, and they just had a display loaded with them. So they are ready. Um, it, it is a fantastic mouse. It now has the little RGB colors in it, which is nice. Um, that's I would highly, highly, highly recommend that. Um, it is it is a bit on the heavy side, so if yeah. you want a lighter mouse, you should definitely check out their other products, which yeah. I believe all of them are on sale. All, their all of everything Logitech is on sale right now, yeah. and so that's a good deal. So. Corsair uh, keyboards are what I'm rocking right now. Logitech has some good keyboards too, uh, but keep an eye out for Corsair keyboards; they're really good. Yes, uh, Logitech and Cor- Corsair. Users. Logitech and Corsair are the two brands I would steer you towards. Logitech for almost everything but keyboards. Their keyboards are good. As long as you don't get the weird keycaps. Yeah, just don't get... Don't get the Orion yeah. Spark. Their other stuff is perfectly fine. They, yeah, just get... Like, like, like if you want the Logitech uh, keys, just get one of their other... Like, um, their switches. They, they have, like, a normal keyboard with yeah. those switches now. Yeah, so which get, is important get whatever because that one the is. Orion Spark was trash. Um, but, yeah, if you are buying peripherals this weekend and you are buying headsets or mice, Logitech for your headsets... For your mice, for just about anything, you're safe with Logitech. If you don't go Logitech, Corsair keyboards are excellent. I can't speak to their mice. I haven't used their mice. Um, it's if you're if you're, you're it, yeah if you're if you're looking for a mouse, Razer is also pretty reliable for mice. Stay away from Razer keyboards because yeah. I, I I've never known a person to have a Razer keyboard and then not replace it within a year. Yeah. Uh, and I'm talking multiple people. So yeah. reliability, Logitech, Corsair, uh, mice, Logitech, and then you know you, you Logitech. Then I'd probably say Razer, and then it's you know the Wild West after that. Um, yeah, yeah. Steel Series is a brand. respectable brand, but not one that I have frequented in recent years. They're, they're a little they're, over, their mice is very popular. They're a little yeah. overpriced, though. I feel for 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 yeah. a comparable hardware, I feel like they're a little overpriced. People like their mice, though. Yeah. Like people yes. Mice a lot. So, just keep that in mind. Don't buy Razer keyboards. That's yeah. what it comes down to. Uh, yeah. Uh, on which one is this? Amazon actually. You can get God of War for seventeen dollars right now. Oh, oh, oh! They price matched it then. Okay. Yeah. So that's that's a really good deal. Uh, I've yeah, seen Assassin's Creed Odyssey as low as thirty dollars. Yes. I think that might yes. be a Best Buy thirty dollars. So keep an eye out for that if if that's your jam. Shadow of the Tomb Raider, thirty dollars. I'm thinking uh, I really don't want it because I haven't played the others, but I'm kind of thinking about it. The, the, like, because that game wasn't made by Crystal Diana, right? No, think. it was made by Ubisoft so, like, or not Ubisoft, uh, Square Enix Montreal, uh, I think. Yeah, so like the reviews were like, yeah, it's not yeah. like that. Like it's good, but it's not great. So I'm not in a rush to play that game. <laughs> Get Dragon Quest Eleven for thirty five dollars. Excuse me. Um, I know they have deals on Monster Hunter as well. They're not pulling that yeah, up for some like reason. Yeah, that's like 40 on PC right now. Yeah, yeah, a lot of good deals there. Let's pull up. So, uh, just an update on the God of War on Amazon. It's sold out. So, 
good deal. By the time you hear this, they might restock in time. Who knows? Keep checking. So keep checking. Keep checking, yes. Let's just pull up best PlayStation deals. Let's see. Yeah, uh, and it does look like the one terabyte slim with Spider-Man is sold out at Amazon, but Best Buy, Target, and GameStop should have them. Uh, that's a savings of $150, by the way, so that's a really good deal. You can get deals on PlayStation VR at pretty much everywhere, $199 for a regular VR bundle. Um, I think if it includes a game, it goes up to like $250, but that's $100 savings right there. Uh, DualShock 4 controllers are all $40. Uh, Xbox One controllers are all $40. Uh, so that's really cool. Um, Black Ops 4 is 20% off on the PlayStation Store, so you can get it for 48 bucks. That's pretty in line with what yeah. everybody else is doing. But it's on sale on every platform yeah. for that price. I think much. I saw Detroit Become Human as low as $20. Hmm. Okay. So if you're interested in that, like that's a good deal. Uh, let's see what Xbox has in store for us. Do they have an Xbox One? I believe the Switch is on sale right now, too, if you're all... I, no, I think they're Switches. including games. I don't think it's on sale. I think they're throwing okay. games in. Here we yeah. go. Best, well, Buy, a deal, at Best Buy Black Friday. Let's yeah. see. Uh, Nintendo Switch bundle with Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. This is a doorbuster. $2.99 with a $60 game. That's a good deal. Um, right. Xbox yeah, One okay. S, yeah, with Minecraft, $1.99. We have talked about that. There's another bundle as well for $1.99. I don't remember what that one is. Um, new 2DS... What? Uh, no, not new 2DS. Excuse me, Nintendo 2DS Super Mario Maker Edition. Us uh, eighty bucks. That's a good deal. Um, they got some desktop deals. This one was actually a really good deal. They had an uh, an Acer Nitro Five laptop. Um, I'm gonna run down some of these specs. This is actually a really good deal. So it's a 15.6 inch laptop. It's got an Intel Core i5. It's got eight gigs of RAM. And it's got a GTX 1050, $519. Hmm. That's a good deal for a... I mean, yeah, for that price. For, yeah. for on-the-go gaming. That's going to run 1920 by 1080 at medium to high settings on most games. Uh, it's an 8300, so it's an 8th gen processor. Uh, the RAM you'll probably want to add to. It is only a 1 terabyte hard drive, uh, not solid state. So that is where the corners are cut. It is a 7200 RPM. So it's a little bit faster than average. It's a four gig DDR5 GT or uh, GTX 1050. So that's actually that's actually pretty good. That's a four gig and not a two gig. I don't know if they make two gigs for that. I think they do. For what? For the for the 1050, do they do a two gig version or is it only four? I'm not sure. To be Regardless, honest, four is right. the least you'll want to be running to game on this thing. Uh, but that's a good deal if you just like if you don't care and it's just like hey I want to be able to play my PC games on the go. That's a good deal. I, I would take that. Yeah, see, here's the shit right here. Black Widow. This is the Razer keyboard. Black Widow Chroma V2 keyboard. Half off. Yeah, I don't get There's that. a reason for that. Black Widow yeah, Ultimate 2016. Half off. There's a reason for that. Don't do it. Uh, Astro Gaming headsets will be up to 30% off. Logitech did recently purchase them. So, you know, you're buying a Logitech product. That, uh, I don't like Astro, though. I would not no, recommend uh, Let's Astro go back to the 1050 real quick. It is the TI has four gigs, but then the 50 only has two and three gig models. Well, so. this is a 50 and it has four. Oh, uh, so it's probably like. Yeah, so it must be a special. Well, that's good then. There you yeah. go. Yeah, four gigs. Uh, For PS4 right now, Best Buy, and I would assume this is also for Xbox One, Uh, Monster Hunter World for 20 bucks. Mm. Uh, Mario plus Rabbit's Kingdom Battle, 20 bucks. Rocket League, 20 bucks on Switch. 
Um, God of War, they have it for 25. We know there's better deals out there. Uh, they have Dragon Quest for 30. So that was Ooh. cheaper than what we saw before. Forza Horizon 4 for 30. That's a good deal. They have Call of Duty for 45. Mm. There you go. Uh, there's some good TV deals. If you guys are looking to upgrade, uh, there's an LG 43 inch or 269, the smart TV. Uh, Insignia is fine. That's the Best Buy brand. Uh, anything you're buying in this sub $400 range. Here's one thing, because a lot of people are going to be upgrading their TVs. You need to understand yeah. a lot of these TVs that are sub $400 on Black Friday, some of them will say HDR. They do not actually have HDR. They will try to fake HDR, but they don't have it. If you are looking at... If you want a TV that you're going to look at and you want to see HDR, you want to see what people have been talking about, and you want to be wowed, you're going to start looking something like the Samsung, like they have deals on the Samsung uh, NU8000 series. You you know, LG has a 70-inch for $700. That's crazy. Um, you want to look no lower than Vizio M series. P is better. Some E series are okay for games in HDR, but you don't want to look, you really want to stick to like the Vizio M and higher. You want to stick to the Samsung's like the 8,000 series or better. Uh, you want to stick to some of LG's higher end sets. Uh, there's probably a 60 inch or a 50 inch version of that 70 inch one. Uh, OLED's always a way to go. So you're, you're, if you can still save money on a TV, but um, you're going to need to spend, you're probably still looking at at least around like 600 bucks for a TV that's going to properly do uh, HDR. You're probably still looking at about $600. A good website to check if you want to compare models. Uh, it's a website I used when I purchased my TV. It's ratings, but it's R-T-I-N-G-S. So there's no A. It's R-T-I-N-G-S.com. They actually test and they will tell you, you can look at a TV and they'll tell you it's quality for, you know, regular watching. They'll tell you how it is for video games. And they also have guides that will tell you how to properly calibrate the TV for how they tested it. And I did that with my Samsung when I bought that, uh, geez, it's almost two years ago now. It is two years ago now. And it worked like a dream. And that set is still looks gorgeous every day. Uh, we got some deals. Xbox Live Gold, three months for $15 or six months for $29. We also have PlayStation Plus, 12-month membership, $39.99. That's a good deal. Yeah. So there's a couple good deals on like hard drives, uh, like MSATAs. I know at the time that I was looking, you could get a, uh, a Samsung 860 Evo for I believe $127 for a one terabyte. So if you have like a PlayStation 4 and you want to upgrade that hard drive, uh, you could get your hands on a pretty inexpensive SSD. I spent more than that for the 850 Evo I have in my PS4 right now. So, you know, that can go a long way. That's definitely something I would recommend. Also, if you're buying a headset for the love of God, don't buy Turtle Beach. <laughs> Just please don't. If you don't, don't yeah. buy Turtle Beach. Just don't. Buy Logitech. If you're going to buy a headset, all these consoles have USB ports. Buy a Logitech headset. You can buy the wireless. They have like the G5 522 or whatever. They have the 933. They have the, the you know, they have so many quality headsets that you can buy for your console. And you just put in a USB thing and they're wireless and they're great. Turtle Beach is $29.99 for a reason. Don't buy it. 
Yeah, go with like the just HyperX please. headsets. Yeah, the HyperX, the Cloud 2s we were talking about before. Also, USB. Plug that right into your console. Works like a charm. As long as you're not my friend Zane, he always breaks it. Always breaks it. I let him borrow it, and he broke it. Thanks, Zane. You ever, you ever pay you back? No, I I wasn't using wow. it. Wow. That's why uh, I gave it to him. No, he bought uh, he bought one of the newer Logitech. I think it was like the G522 or something. Uh, he bought one of those, oh, and he oh. loves it. He likes it. It works great. Yeah, if you're, if you're into headsets, yeah. I mean, he's not going to set up a microphone and everything, so, you know, it makes sense for Yeah, him. yeah. But, um, yeah. you know, for some people it does make sense because there's, there's a lot yeah. to setting up the microphone and the headset and then, like, or the, the headphones if, if, and then yeah. if you get, like, a, a, the, the mixer and things like that, yeah. it's it's a lot more than the average person who wants to just sit down and play a game wants to do. And I don't blame people yeah. for that. But, yeah, so there's a lot of, there's a lot of really good deals out there. Um Newegg always has good deals if you're looking to buy, like, you know, if you're looking to build a PC especially. Right now, if you're trying to build PC, AMD Ryzen is, is on sale everywhere. Yes, so. I am rocking a Ryzen 1800X. Uh, I love it. I just upgraded my yeah. RAM. I walked, I, I literally walked out of a Best Buy with two sticks. This is how good it is. RAM prices have dropped so much. I walked out, granted I had a coupon, two sticks, two sticks eight gigs, 3,000 megahertz RAM. Huge upgrade from my 2400s. DDR4, $126. Nice. For 16 gigs of RAM. You're not going to beat, like, a year ago, that would have been almost $200. Yeah. And that we're talking Corsair Vengeance. Like, we're talking quality RAM. So, right now, uh, Newegg, they have an EVGA GeForce 1070 Ti for $389. They've got a 2080 for from Gigabyte for 749. Uh, you, you got if you guys want a graphics card, you can get a 1060. Nvidia wants you to buy those. They're begging you. Yeah. Um, they try and get rid two, of stuff. for 250. So. The GTX 1060 for 250. Uh, there are even some out there cheaper than that. Nvidia wants to get rid of those so they can make the yeah. 2060. Just just remember, if you're trying to SLI them, you can't. Yes, so. you cannot SLI unless it's a 1070 or higher. Um, but, uh, yeah, if I know there's some good prices, yeah, I think the Ryzen 1700 X was 150. Uh, Yeah. Or if you want to go all the way to the 2700 X, it is 289 right now. Yeah. Which is pretty much like the lowest it's been in a while. Yeah. You can also get like a Ryzen five, like 2600 that'll run games really well. That's what's actually my friend Zane's computer that we just built. And yeah, uh, like that the, thing runs pretty damn well. Yeah, the twenty six hundred right now is like like one fifty. So I would recommend the, the, the twenty at one fifty. I would recommend the twenty six hundred over the seventeen hundred X every yeah. day. But uh, yeah, so, so there's there are a lot of good deals out there. It's just you got to know what to buy and what not to buy. Um, stay away from Madden. Um, <laughs> it all goes back to really stay, stay away from away Madden. From Madden. Fallout, I, I can't. Yeah, too, Fallout so. is in a weird place right now. I would maybe wait till closer to Christmas to buy that, just to see if they hammer yeah, out some of the issues. Drop, yeah, um, that game might even drop even more. By Burnout Paradise so. Remaster, you can grab that for like eight to ten dollars right now, and that's a really good game. Far Cry Five is a good one to grab. Um, right, it would be soft sales. Yeah, don't buy right. a new Gundam Breaker. I would stay away from Onrush. There are some deals for that, but that game. That game kind of struggled out of the gate and never really got going. 
Um, what is that game? It's not good. That's what it is. Um, <laughs> you can get No Man's Sky. Just got the recent next updates. Understand that it's still No Man's Sky, just with multiplayer. They are working hard on that game, and I appreciate that. But I kind of bounced off of that. Um, Dark Souls Remastered is going to be out there, unless you really just want to play the original Dark Souls. If you missed it the first time, and you did what I did and played Dark Souls 3 and never finished one... Uh, Going back is rough. Go back, yeah. Going back from three to one is rough. I played yeah. three, or I played one, never finished it. Then I beat three, and then I went back for the remaster, and I struggled. Yeah, if you're on PC, also you could be dealing with a lot of. Don't hackers, buy it on so. PC. I will save you. Don't buy yeah. it on PC. Just don't, because all the same hacks that worked in the first game still work in the remaster, and yep. it's a shit show. Uh, yeah, that's really, uh, you know, that's really Final Fantasy 15's on sale if you want the Royal Edition, things like that. Um, Shadow of the Colossus has some good deals out there. There, There is a lot of stuff worth buying. Don't buy something just because it's on sale, though. That's the biggest thing I can tell yeah. you. You don't need to buy Especially it because like it's us. on sale. Yeah, both of us have very large gaming libraries. Yeah. <laughs> Do that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's, that'll probably do it for today, unless you have anything else to add, Will? Not really. I don't know if it's... I called you Gem at any point during this. No. I don't think I, don't I did. Think did. I think I was good. Yeah, I think, I think you did pretty All well. Alright, cool. Thank you. I needed that in my life. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, thanks for listening, everybody. Again, I hope you enjoy your Thanksgiving weekend. Uh, spend... Uh, Final, Four- Final Fantasy fourteen is on sale. Oh, yes, the complete edition. 14, that so. was also on Humble, I think, for a really good price. Yes, so, if you all want to play Final Fantasy fourteen, it's a good time. It was with the base so. game, Heaven's Ward, and Stormblood. And I think that's like 30 yep. bucks. Maybe 20-something yeah, with that's the seals. So, that's, yeah. that is definitely a good deal, and it comes with 30 days of playtime or 60? I think it's a month. Yeah, so 30 days of playtime. Well, I'll say it's a month, yeah. So yeah, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, always appreciate you. Don't forget to check out the site uh, for all the new stuff that's going to actually be coming out. We keep talking about it, but we're actually doing it. Uh, game of the Year podcasts are going to be starting up soon, so our Game of the Year stuff is going to be happening in December. I'm still working on my panel of judges, hoping to have Will there. We're going to figure it out. <laughs> um, we're going to figure out something. But... Um, yeah. Yeah, it's 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 giving me recording while taking my finals. Yeah, it's gonna be great. That's a laptop out. The professor's be like, "What are you doing? <laughs> why, why why are you talking? We're having a test yo, right game now." Game of the year is important. Yo, man, game of the year is important, it's man. Important. Yo, yo, we're gonna be on CBS, man. Okay, so <laughs> I, I gotta talk, man. All right, this is about to be on CBS. Yes, we're gonna right? be on CBS. We are partnering with CBS. Why would they use the mm-hmm. Bombcast? You know. <laughs> no. No. We're gonna. Yeah. Uh, Man, I would sell to CBS. They give me a good deal. <laughs> give me an office. Let me hire some staff. Let's go. Yeah, you want yeah. it? It's yours. Let's work, let's work out in New York. Yeah. I'll talk to Jeff Gerson just, and just... get, get videogames.com to reroute to half gen for like a week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. We we just like, you know, have the office right next to John Bob East or something. You yeah, know? man. Let's do it. Let's go back and forth. Let's do it. Yeah. All right. It's a deal. It's a deal. We just got to get CBS to mm-hmm. agree. I already agreed. <laughs> We have a deal in, uh, in theory, in spirit. We have a deal in spirit. Um, it's in my mind. And so, again, check out the site, fgen.com. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter if that's your thing. I don't tweet a lot. Uh, 
Yeah, I don't know. Like Twitter for Half Gen underscore Chris. I had to remember my Twitter handle. That's how bad it is. <laughs> That's where I'm at. Yeah, man. Yo, way to go, man. Promoting your Twitter. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to the podcast and your 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 choice of services. And uh we'll catch you on the next one. I love you all. Yeah, I'll see you all whenever, I guess. I don't know. Hopefully sooner rather than later. Yeah. Take it easy, everybody. Hopefully. Later.